When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is a football Friday with Fred. Let's get rolling right now. Welcome. It is Off the Hook Sports. Say something smart. There we go. Say, th- say something smart here for a second. A college football tradition like no other. Yes, sirree, boys and girls. Or the guy that just won't leave. Wow. That is sad. The Dave Hooker Show. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Back to Dave Hooker. All right, so what do you think, Caleb Calhoun, Tennessee, Alabama, and the ball's coming off a win, so we've got a lot to get to as they had an off week as well, and um, Alabama's not to this point. Uh, So a stretch of games that they've had to play throughout the season. Your initial thoughts on this game as we get into a Friday when he – broken it down about every way possible i mean for this would be considered historically like almost like a christmas for tennessee fans it's like oh you count down the days till the third saturday in october and tennessee is two weeks removed from a bye but also one week removed from a very 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 tough win now you might say alabama is one week removed from a tough win too that wasn't a tough win. Yes, they won by three, but they dominated that game and let Arkansas back late. So one team fought a lot harder last week than the other to get their win. Well, I wanted to do something right off the top, and that is what's right, what's wrong with Joe Milton. And some of these things I told you in preseason camp, and uh, some of the people in the message board didn't want to hear it. What's wrong with Joe Milton? Accuracy, deep and short. He hits on a far shorter, smaller percentage than Hendon Hooker did on the deep ball. Also, he has trouble stringing together six, seven, eight yard passing efficiency underneath that can get defenses to roll up. That limits what the balls can do on offense. That's why we've seen the extended running plays, the screen passes, and the fact that this football team is going to rely on the run. That, however, doesn't mean everything is bad. Most of the programs in the nation, including those that are hoping to play for a national title, have issues with their foundation. By the way, speaking of foundation, brought to you by Andy Mason, andymasonrealestate.com. He has the best service and the prices in the biz when it comes to a realtor in Knoxville. So go to Andy Mason. He's my realtor. He should be yours. So what's right with Joe Milton, or at least the repercussions in which he is sent to this football team? 
One, he's okay with that. He's okay with not being Hendon Hooker and putting up the big-time numbers because, by all accounts, he is an exceptional leader and one of the team favorites. Number two, he is a guy that still has ability, although not Hendon Hooker-like ability, and we're seeing this offense be tailor-made around him for the time being. They're not going to run the same offense with Nico next year, and they didn't run the same one with Hendon Hooker last year. But I think you're learning about Josh Heupel and his ability to flex, his ability to change. So what's wrong with Joe Milton and his performance this year? Accuracy. I told you that was going to be the case. Uh, At some times, his willingness not to run. But two, what's good with the Joe Milton experiment is that he's a great leader. He's keeping this team together despite the fact that they can see what happens on tape and that he may not be playing his best football. And I think that because of that, this team sticks together behind some people wondering, what about that Nico guy? So, Caleb, that's the good, bad, and the ugly midway through the season of the Joe Milton situation. I think that's in a nutshell. If you want to add anything to it, feel free, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think everything you nailed is perfect, and I think Josh Heupel, to his credit, knew the type of personnel he had around Joe Milton this year and decided for this one year he could – tailor his offense to Milton and the skills around him and try to mask the limitations. And I, and and you're right. He wants to keep more than anything. Josh Heupel wants to win and everybody wants to win more than anything, but you want to keep the team together. You want to keep morale high with the team. And here's a guy in Joe Milton that, as you've talked about, has commanded the respect of all of his teammates. They love him in that locker room. And I think it resonated with a lot of them. I'm not so sure they loved him, by the way, two years ago when he first got the starting job because he he transferred to Tennessee, didn't even take part in spring practice because he transferred too late, and basically Dave was given the starting job because of Heupel's preferences, and it had nothing to do with him outperforming anybody in fall camp. And I don't, and I don't know if that set well with the team, but I think it did sit well the minute he lost his job and he stayed with the program, and you saw how – you saw how supportive he was of Hendon Hooker for two years, which he was very, very supportive. And he was very content, honestly, to develop in the system. And I mean, it, it, it was very much, it, it, it was a more extreme case, honestly, of T. Martin in the 90s, where T. Martin, after Peyton Manning came back for a senior season, you know he probably could have transferred and played pretty quickly. Now, Tennessee's receivers haven't been perfect. Travis points out the Ramel Keaton drop that should have been an easy touchdown. And there have been some drops that we could argue whether or not they were uh, hard passes to catch or drops. I, I completely understand that. But I ask you today's tough question right now. I'm only giving you two options, and it has to do with Joe Milton. It's brought to you by our friends at Zen Sports. Here it is. Today's tough question. Take a side. Take a stand. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of offthehooksports.com. Okay, so I don't want to do that all A-plus to F-minus grading. If Josh Heupel knew what he knows now to begin the season, would he have said thumbs up on Joe Milton, he is the guy, until you get to mid-October? Or would he have said thumbs down, I have to go in another direction? What say you, Caleb? I think he would have gone thumbs up. I, I, I'm not even going to qu- – I think he easily would have gone thumbs up and wouldn't even have thought about it because he knows how loaded the team is elsewhere. And I think that alone is going to lead him to go thumbs up just to keep the team together. So, yeah, no, thumbs up. I, 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 I'm not even hesitating. Now, let me share my thoughts with you on that. And it's brought to you by Zen Sports, the new sports book in Tennessee, revolutionizing the way you earn sports betting rewards. That means no more deposit bonuses that turn into deposit nightmares on Zen Sports. What you see is what you get with their cash rewards program. You get a lot of cash for a welcome bonus. Earn an unlimited 5% cash back 
on your betting volume for your first 15 days when you sign up with the promo code HOOKED. That's right, HOOKED. Unlimited 5% cash back. Keep betting and keep earning with up to 3% cash back on your betting volume every month after that. And refer friends to earn a percentage of their betting volume as cash rewards too. Zen Sports bringing the cash back to Tennessee. So if you got, if you bet big on sports, you want to be betting on Zen Sports because you get cash back. Zen Sports betting just got better. Use the promo code HOOKED. Gambling problem, call 1-800-889-9789. Must be 21 and over and in Tennessee to bet. Here's exactly why Josh Heupel would take what he's gotten from Joe Milton at this point. They're a Cooper Mays abdominal injury from being undefeated. And then you're going into this Alabama game as perhaps the favorite. Who knows what Vegas would say if Tennessee was undefeated. But you're that close to being one of the premier teams in terms of record in the nation. So there's no there's no doubt in my mind that Josh Heupel would have let the cards fall where they may, even though Joe Milton hasn't been fantastic when he's been on the, been on the field. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very obvious that they've been fine with Joe Milton and they've been able to win because of the players around him. And you're right. They are Cooper Mays injury away. And I still, I know people don't think Tennessee, I I'm very certain Tennessee beats Florida. If Cooper Mays is in that game. I think Ollie Lane just wasn't cut out for center. And I think Andre Carrick is notice. We haven't seen a lot of Andre Carrick since Cooper Mays came back. And I think there's a reason for that. Well, we haven't seen any because he's practically second string behind Lane at left guard. So, right. But he was brought in as a a transfer to start immediately. So, you know, I mean, the transfer portal is a bad thing. um, As far as Tennessee has judged that now, all that being said, Joe Milton could go out and spit the bit against Alabama. And at what point are we talking about Nico and the possibility that he could play for Tennessee? How about that guy named? Could it be anytime soon? If you were to bet a mortgage payment, would it be meaningful snaps in the UConn game, which is kind of where I'm drawing the over or under, or would it be after that? It would be the UConn game. It would be the UConn game. You're going to know enough about Joe Milton over the next two weeks. I mean, you're talking Alabama and Kentucky. And whatever issues Kentucky has, they do have. They can bring pressure. They do have solid pressure packages with Mark Stoops. So Joe Milton is, isn't going to have the easiest time against them. So next two weeks, is, you're going to know everything you know about Joe Milton over the next two weeks. And if you lose both games, yeah, you go to Nico immediately. Travis brought up a great point. I rewatched the game last night, and maybe just maybe if Keaton would have caught a pass, Joe would have doubled his passing yards, not to mention the points. It certainly, and that that dropped out router out route that he ran would have changed the way Tennessee was defended um, throughout the rest of the game. I, I, I don't question that at all. Can we defend Ramel for a minute, though? And I've been critical of him on that. Not on that pass. Yeah, well, not, but here's the thing. It is hard. You look, you're more likely to drop passes if you can't get in a rhythm. And if Joe Milton can't consistently deliver the ball to you, well, then you're you're going to be a little rusty on the one time the ball is delivered yeah, to you. Yeah, but that ball had touch. I mean, that's just laid out. It did, but you you know this, Dave. Receivers are as much about rhythm as 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 quarterbacks. And yes, you're supposed to catch every ball. But as you know this, if you keep getting targets accurate catchable targets you get into a rhythm to a certain degree yep uh football iq is what's wrong with joe the body and physical things are all there for sure that according to tennessee tom 27 maybe a 27 referencing i don't know an al wilson guy um football iq and the way he processes things is a real-time problem if you watch Say Shador Sanders, even though he threw the game away last week, he processes things at a different level. He wants to stay in the pocket. Bryce Young would be another example of that. And I get the feeling sometimes that Joe Milton isn't sure what he wants that play to be, how he wants it to develop. So I think there's an issue with that. There have been drop passes, as Travis pointed out, but there have been a lot of drop passes that were heavy balls and weren't thrown on target so uh i've got I've, I've got issues with that and I, I think that it's not as simple as oh it hit your hands 
you should catch it. I don't think it's quite that easy. Apex Apparel Group, design, brand, market your way, unique products to promote your business with an unparalleled customer service, design, brand, market. You can do it all. Apex Apparel Group, they're right down below. Tell them off the hook sports you support our sponsors because I am telling you one thing that that's the reason we're here. Trevor says Joe Milton is looking like a quarterback mirage. Uh, you think you can see Cam Newton, but you're really looking at Walmart brand Jamarcus Russell. Ouch. Travis saying tough question of the, uh, the day is Dave getting a kickback from Nico to push for his playing time. Travis, I'm calling you out. Because you're the one that got mad at me for so long about saying that I wasn't sure Joe Milton was a starting quarterback in the SEC. And now that there's question out there, I think you owe me an apology. I'll just go ahead and say it right there. I think Travis owes me an apology. And he's just laughing. Actually, Travis, you may owe me an apology in two weeks. I may you owe you an apology in two weeks. Because we were on opposite ends. We came together a little bit on the Milton debate, but I do think that I told you early, I didn't think he was the guy. Um, so let's see what happens in uh, a couple of different weeks. Uh, and we'll see exactly where Joe is in that regard. Uh, some other things that I wanted to get to, and this surprised me, Tennessee, their rivalry with Alabama is kind of non consequential you're gonna have to convince me on this because to me it's absolutely monstrous so let's go ahead and get to that what the h brought to you my friends at Harold group security solutions what the what was he thinking release the hounds the dave hooker show keep cool a presentation of off the hook sports.com how many times in the last 30 years has this game cost the loser at a shot at a title? One team ranked while other unranked 48 of 83 eligible teams. One team finished ranked while other finished ranked ahead. So we'll get no, one to team all finished of ranked those. While one finished unranked, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to let you clarify them all. And it's all brought to you by Harold Group Security Solutions, Leadership Experience, Specialization, Addressing problems through unique mission-specific mitigation techniques, also making your children safer one school at a time. So give me the number one and why this doesn't really have a huge effect on ranking. So this isn't just because of the divisional split in 1992. If you study college football history for such a rivalry of such magnitude, which is Tennessee-Alabama, are historically the two most successful teams in the SEC. We would agree they are like the Michigan-Ohio State of the SEC, right? Yes. Well, this game, really since Robert Nealon has retired, has been largely an inconsequential game and really irrelevant. Now, the reason Usually I say that because is, one team is incredibly down, right? Right. Usually because these two teams are never good at the same time. And it's the weirdest. That's why it's known as a series of streaks. Days, I'm, I'm sure you heard, right? It's... Typically, since the 1960s, when a team – there was a period from, like, 1967 all the way to 2001 where if a team won a game, it was part of at least a four-game winning streak in the series. Yeah. And the reason that is the case is, yeah, they've, they're never up at the same time. So, since Robert Nealon retired, which is 70 years ago, guys, only 10 times has this game cost – has a – did a team cost themselves in this game a shot at the national SEC or even division title with a loss or a tie? Because there were ties during that period. Oh, that's and one out of seven times. And it, uh, it could happen this year. Yes, it could happen this year. For context, Tennessee, Florida didn't start playing until 1990, 40 years after Nealon retired. And it's cost a team a shot at a division 12 times. More than Tennessee, Alabama in 70 years. And 40, you're right. Now, now you could say, okay, Ole Miss Mississippi State is a rivalry. That never costs a loser a shot at the West because they're never trying to win the West. That's true, but that's because they're both irrelevant at the same time, usually. Yeah, and these and this isn't Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama in the same state. Right, exactly. This is Tennessee, Alabama, supposed to be a rivalry because of the magnitude of the series. Well, there's no magnitude. 
usually one team is good and has everything to play for. And the other team is a complete, is just a complete dumpster fire and is just playing to hope to get to a bowl. A majority of times throughout this history, the team, what, when one team finished ranked, the other finished unranked. That's been the case. Now, the reason this rivalry has such magnitude, Dave, is from when they started playing annually in 1928. From 1928 to 1952, it was a different story. It That was the Wallace Wade, Frank Thomas years at Alabama, the Robert Nealon years at Tennessee. And there was a period where the winner decided the Southern Conference or SEC champion. For 13 of those 20, first 25 games, that game decided the winner of the conference, whether it be the Southern or the SEC. So the rivalry is really rooted in the first 25 years of them playing annually. But since 1952, this series hasn't been that big of a deal. And it hasn't mattered that much. And it's only for the historical and pride perspectives. But Florida's had more of an impact. Georgia's had more of an impact. And I'm not even – and guys, this isn't just because of the divisional split of 92. This takes into – there was a 40-year period between 52 and 92 where this was the case. And it, it part of this is Alabama has had two dynasty coaches in Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. When those coaches were there, those were two of the darkest periods of Tennessee history. My theory on this, Dave, is we talk about Georgia. There's not a lot of room for Tennessee and Alabama to be good at the same time. They recruit similar prospects. I'll tell you what, if you want to have fun, I'll give you a little opportunity to have some free fun over the weekend. Uh, bump into an Alabama fan and say uh, something to the effect of, uh, yeah, Nick Saban's been good. Um, even that coach before him was pretty good. And see if they can name who that is. Because they probably can't. Alabama fans are nouveau riche fans. They, they can go old school too, but they lost about a generation. Maybe Tennessee will be like that too. Travis says, I hope Alabama never wins another game. It has mattered to me. I feel about the same way about that program. Uh, the simply put, antics the programs of the are, are, also. Never, are never good at the same time, Caleb. No, the golden age of Tennessee football of the modern era, the 90s and the 2000s, just happens to coincide with Alabama hiring a string of mics that all were terrible. And except for one who was a good coach, but he couldn't, you know, not hang out with strippers in his hotel room. And so, Other than that, he was he was doing a great job, don't you think? an amazing job but this is the so dave the question i ask you is is there room do do tennessee and alabama recruit two similar of prospects to where there's not room for them both to be good at the same time does this is there a recruiting factor in this is there a a recruiting factor between the two schools i'm confused is there a recruiting factor in the reason that neither has been that both that neither school is ever good at the same time is there, is there a recruiting reason behind that where there's just not enough room for them to be good at the same time because they recruit similar prospects when they're at their best? That is an interesting question. Um, I think that um, I think it helps in recruiting, but I don't think it helps like Alabama, Georgia. I, I'm sorry, like uh, Tennessee, Georgia, or Alabama, Auburn, or Alabama, LSU. I think it has a recruiting effect, but not a massive one. Okay. It's just, it's odd, isn't it though, that they've never been good at the same time with the, since the 1950s. Yeah. It is extremely odd as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, but and by still, the way, the, the one period when Bear Bryant was, people thought he was outdated. Remember before he unveiled the wishbone, well, you don't remember, but you probably know the history that before he unveiled the wishbone in the early seventies, he had had a string of like five bad years and people thought he was done and that he should retire because the game had passed him by. That happened to be the Doug Dickey Renaissance years at Tennessee. So it was, I mean, it's kind of funny. Even the peak after post-Neelan, Doug Dickey years was at its best. And the one great year that Tennessee had between Neelan and Dickey, 1956 with Bowden Wyatt, early Bowden Wyatt years, just happened to be the period that Alabama was at its darkest days as a football program right before Bear Bryant came. All right, here we go. We're going to talk with Fred White next. It's a football Friday with Fred. You know how much we love that. So Fred will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the game, the keys for Tennessee, if they're able to pull out a victory in Tuscaloosa. So that's always fun. And uh, my breakdown of the game, I've got some uh, pretty strong thoughts about how this game 
is going to play out. So here we go. You give me two minutes, I give you Fred White, VFL safety, and just a fantastic, incredible person. So stay tuned. Sun, sand, and salt water, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK Vision Correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah. Sports Treasures in North Knoxville is one of the South's largest sports cards and memorabilia dealers, featuring over 10 million sports cards from vintage to modern. Sports Treasures carries a full line of hobby boxes, singles, autographed memorabilia, Tennessee Vol collectibles, fan cave decorations, and so much more. See a museum full of collectibles at Sports Treasures, 4819 North Broadway in Fountain City, and Sports Treasures on Facebook. Sports Treasures, where the real sports fan goes to shop. Have you seen the latest TriStar Hats Co. product? TriStar Hats Co., what's that? You know, those really cool hats, shirts, tumblers, and even license plates with three stars like the official Tennessee flag and stripes like the American flag. Pretty patriotic if you ask me. Ah, I got you. Seen those. Those are cool. Where can I get them? Simple. TriStarHatsCo.com. And if you order now, there's 10% on any order $50 or more. Plus, use the promo code HOOKED. With the promo code HOOKED, you get 10% off. That's HOOKED. And don't forget free shipping with any order over 50 bucks. Stock up at TriStarHatsCo.com. That's TriStarHatsCo.com. There are plenty of wannabes out there, so make sure you go to TriStarHatsCo.com for the best quality and customer service. Will do, and I'll be sure to use the promo code HOOKED. That's HOOKED when I do to save an additional 10% off. TriStarHatsCo.com. TriStar Hats Co. is a trademark of TriStar Hats Co. LLC. Any use without express written consent is prohibited. Thank you. We appreciate that, Nico. A college football tradition like no other. Yes, sirree, boys and girls. Or the guy that just won't leave. Wow. That is sad. The Dave Hooker Show. YouTube, Apple, Spotify. And the free Off the Hook Sports app. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Back to Dave Hooker. Love this. Fred White joins us now. And it's brought to you by Harold Group Security Solutions and Leadership Experience Specialization, addressing problems through unique mission specific mitigation techniques, also making your children safer one school at a time. Go to heraldgrp.com. That's right down below. Also down below, you can purchase the Celebrate 98 book with Fred White's autograph, which I think is pretty darn cool. So check that out and we'll get that right out to you. Great for Christmas presents. And Fred, you are all orange. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Dave. How about yourself? I'm well. Um, Tell me about this, uh, this revenge factor. As far as a player... I'm sure you guys wanted to get revenge against Florida at times, but does it really affect how you play the following year? No, your preparation affects how you play. I mean, that you can go in there with false, <laughs> false bravado if you want to. You still got to play and win the game. I think that wears off after the first few minutes of the game. If you get hit a few times, that, that revenge stuff starts to re- change and you start to realize, okay, What's my game plan? How do we fix, how do we stop the run? How do we stop the pass? How do we play within our defense? That's well, it. Let me ask you this. Does it help you at all in the dog days of June uh, when you're out there practicing on your own or the Monday, Tuesday before a game in, in which you lost the, the week before? Does it pro- provide that motivation? I know once the ball's kicked off, it doesn't. But th- is that is there anything to that at all? I mean, we got our bus whipped by Nebraska and then played Nebraska again in, 96, in, in 99, and it was no different. I mean, it was <laughs> – did we want revenge? Absolutely. But you got to go out there and you play the game. What Herman would say, you play to win the game? Well – Sometimes revenge don't mean anything. That's just a false sense of bravado. You got to go out there and execute and win the game. Like I said, once you get hit in the mouth a few times, that that started to change because you start thinking, okay, if I'm just worried about revenge, 
I don't know if I'm going to win this game. <laughs> well, y'all put up a much better fight with Nebraska, I felt like, in the 99 game than y'all did the 97 game. Um, but, Fred, does it But does it have an effect, I guess, where we're at is – you're right. I, I'm with you. The preparation goes into it when – the the preparation matters at kickoff. The revenge factor doesn't. And once you get a couple of hits, that's it. But do you think that Alabama, for instance, may have been circling this game given last year saying, um, okay, we're going to prepare maybe a little bit extra harder for this game than we did against Arkansas last week where they almost came back and beat us? Well, I look at it from another standpoint. I'm looking from Tennessee's standpoint of we got to prove that it wasn't a joke, that it wasn't a fluke, that we beat you. How about that point of view? I much yep. rather. I don't care about the revenge part of it. I don't care about what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. All right. Well, everybody feels like that was a fluke game. You got a great pass toward the end of the game to get you in field goal position with a quarterback that everybody loves. Hey, man, go out and prove it that you didn't just look up on a win. We had yeah, to do the and- same thing in 1996. We played in '95 and beat them 41-14 in in um, in Birmingham down there, and then. We come to Knoxville in 96, and that game was probably more intense than any game we played that I got a chance to play play in against Alabama. And that's the one I told you, Dave, that sticks out, sticks out to me the most. That game was very tight. I think we may have won 20 to 14 or 21 to 14, somewhere around there. 20 it was a to game 13, that was, yeah. It was something like that. So it was one of those games where, man, you had to go out there and prove that you were supposed to beat them, plain and simple. But once we win, once we won in '96, I don't think we ever thought we were going to lose them again. Yeah, and it was it was much more of a dogfight. The the way that you beat them the year before was obviously, I mean, that's that's a legacy when it comes to Tennessee football and what you mm-hmm. guys were able to do in Birmingham. But it it was a little bit closer. Do you like this team and their ability to win close games, or have you seen enough to know that for sure? Well, we just won one. Yep. That was a dogfight in our house. Um, defense stood up and they stepped up to the challenge. I think that was what we needed to see before the season started and well, before the season was over with. We need to see our defense get out there and get after it like that. And I think going into the – this is your toughest part of your schedule. Big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. You want to be legendary in Tennessee? Make plays against teams like Alabama. In Georgia, those are the plays and the games that people remember. They remember Jamal Lewis going for over 20 yards against Georgia. They remember that. Those are things that you remember the most, most vividly. You remember the Georgia game in 1998 because we shut down Quincy Carter and a high-powered offense. I mean, those are the games you look at and remember. Look at Leonard Little hitting um, Freddie Kitchens on on an option play or whatever it may be. People remember that image. So if you want to see be, be known for being good at Tennessee and and not be taken as a joke or not to look at be looked at as overrated, these are the games you do it in. Um, this on the message board, I think this is too soon. I'll be the first to tell you if I don't think it's too soon. By Trevor, we want Nico, we want Nico, we want Nico. That may be the case in two weeks, but it's too early now, in my opinion. Fred, what do you think? I don't think it's going to be in any part of this season if he takes over that job. I don't either. I just I don't see it. Here's the thing. I look back a few years ago. You had a top quarterback in um, at Clemson. Um, you had Kelly was the quarterback that was right. starting, as well as uh, Trevor Lawrence was the backup. Now everyone was calling for him. But not only were the fans calling for him, his teammates were. Have we seen that yet? Mm. No. Thank you. No, the the players love, love, love Joe Milton. And there you go. So if that's what you have, you keep that chemistry going. And the only reason why Trevor Lawrence got on the football field is that the starting quarterback threw four interceptions against Georgia Tech in the first half. And he comes in in the second half and throws – four touchdown passes to bring them back to win the game. The rest is history at that point. I don't see that happening here. I look at what we have. I think our offense is what it is. People want to get back. People want to get, you know, get back to what they had last year with 40 some points a game, those type of things. Hey man, as long as you win the game. Uh, I'll take a win if it's just 0.25 points. I'll take a win regardless. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fred, what does it say about... Does it say a lot about Josh Heupel's program, you know, particularly getting ready to play Alabama... Look, I'll be honest with you. Until last week, I didn't think Josh Heupel as a coach was capable of winning a game like he won last week because he never had mm-hmm. done that before. First and, time ever. Yeah, first time ever. Does that say a lot about him where this guy loves offense, he loves to score a lot of points, but if he gets stuck in one of those SEC slugfests, he's able to pull it out? Does that? How much does that say about Josh Heupel as a coach in the program he's running Well, now? it shows that he could coach. I mean, because you got to be in when it comes to close games like that and it's a dogfight. And it, keep in mind, this is the SEC. You can go back and look at every, any championship team that's ever came through. And we've had a lot in the last few years here. Over the last 20 years, we've had a lot of them. They've had to win some of those grinded out games. They have. And this is what it's about. You're playing against some of the best talent there is in the country right here in the SEC when it comes to defenses and defensive coaches. Guys are revamping things all the time. Most of the talent is right here. You've got – you look at the top ten when it comes to recruiting, how many of those teams are SEC teams? And how many of those teams we actually have to play every year? So you got to look at those things as well. You may not have a blowout win every – so you might think that that's the case. Oh, we, should, we should blow these guys out. Hey, give credit where credit is due. Offensive line has done a good job. They've opened up holes for the running game. And at some point – we may be able to hit some of those plays downfield. But at this moment, we need our defense to be playing like it's playing. In order to win a championship, you got to have some – there are going to be some games like that. Hey, do you guys recall back in the day in 1997, we beat Vanderbilt, a lowly-rated Vanderbilt, 14-7 to to win the game. We also beat them 13-14 to in another game. You understand what I'm saying? So those things do happen. You got to – it's a dogfight every week. And you're not going to sneak up on anybody like we did last year. Nobody expected what we got last year. Not one person. Not one. If you expected that last year, you, I will applaud you myself and stand up on it as well. Because no one expected for us to go what we went last year. It, that, was, that was not a fluke, but it was like something we didn't expect. In year two, did we actually expect that? No, we didn't. Yeah. It's a... It- Interesting, you have two teams in Jalen Milrow that's getting the chunk plays, which Tennessee did last year, and you have Tennessee more of a running football team, but two of the better defenses in the SEC and beyond. So would you rather go into this being the chunk play team or the team that can consistently run the football? Honestly, I want to be the team that can run the football because we can keep our defense off the football field and get them some rest every now and then. And also still better take your shots downfield because that running game will open up play action at some point. Now, whether we hit that deep ball or not is a different question, but I think at some point that's going to happen. The more you have an opportunity to do those things, the better you will be able to get those balls down the football field. But our offensive line continue. I'm, I'm expecting and I'm hoping for our offensive line to continue to help us rush for 200 yards a game. And when we're rushing for 200 yards a game, we've done <laughs> – we're 5-0. and I mean – I'll take that 200 yards a game and say the same. I remember back in the day when we played against Florida, even though Florida had the high-powered offense, the fun and gun or whatever Steve Furrier ran, the team that won that game in, that, in those series was the team that rushed for the most yards. Always. Yep. Always. Always. Yep. Always. And people forget Steve Furrier didn't win that national championship without uh, Bob Stoops, Javon Curse-led defense in 96-2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to have a tough defense in order to win a championship. And you got to look at – you even look at Georgia. You look at Georgia the last few years. Their offense was okay. 
But that doggone defense was stellar. I mean, that they won those games with mostly defense. You can't win, man. You can't score. But on offense, if you have an opportunity to get a score, that helps your defense out. But if your defense continues to get you the ball back and make plays like they've been doing, you have a great chance of winning the game. There's going to be some games where you just not. And let me say this, too. Texas A&M is not a bad football team, especially on the defense side of the ball. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. I agreed. I, I I look at let me give you my player out of left field. I like to do this from week to week. Uh, but it's uh Malachi Moore at safety. He's oftentimes going to line up on squirrel wide. He's nursing an ankle injury he sustained in uh the win over Texas AM. Questionable this week, but expected to play Alabama's entire team is expected to be healthier than last week but well i tell you what with squirrel watts quick so i'm going to find out what malachi can do pretty quick oh yeah absolutely and I, I, here's the thing getting the ball in his hands whether it be on screens whether it be on um jet sweeps we need to be able to find ways to get those ball get the ball in those guys hands in open space one-on-one situations and i'm i'm looking forward to that whether it be a deep ball or a short pass just getting them opportunities one-on-one if you look at Alabama, nothing's changed with them. Their defense is still the same. They're going to play the same stuff they did last year. Um, they will take away that deep ball, though. They're going to make us grind it out and go down the football field. I truly believe that's what they're going to do. And the best part of that defense, though, is their short game, short defense game. We haven't shown that we can take the top off the defense this year consistently. But I feel like we, if we can run the ball in this game, we have an opportunity to do something big. Yep. Good stuff. Anything else from you, Caleb? Yeah, Fred, I want to actually flip to the other side real quick um, uh, with taking the deep ball off. Uh, We're all talking about Tennessee's pass rush, and we should because James Pierce looks like a transcendent, legendary player. And I've been giving you shout-outs all all, all month, Fred, because you called that in the summer about James Pierce, and you nailed it. Absolutely. And I I feel like he's going to be one of the most amazing defensive players we've seen around Knoxville, Tennessee, in a long time. Yeah. And but I want to give some credit to the secondary. You know, we talked yesterday about Kamal Haddon, who PFF grading him is grading him a top four cornerback in the country right now. And Wesley Walker and Jalen McCullough haven't really given up anything over the top. So while Jalen Milrow, his his big advantage is he hits what two or three deep shots a game. That's where his stats get padded pretty much every game. Mm-hmm. You feel pretty confident in Tennessee secondary to make sure that those deep balls aren't given up on Saturday. I, I think those things that what I'm gonna always say this. You can take give him your best corner if he doesn't have a pass for us. It's gonna be a long day. So I'm looking forward to being a, if our guys on the defensive side of the ball, Aaron Carter and um Beasley and um James Pierce and those guys can get to the quarterback and just put pressure on him. Not you don't even have to sack him. You gotta hit him a few times though. You gotta put him on the ground a few times. You gotta Get to him, get in his face, and pressure him, and make him throw the ball faster than what he did, what he wants to. Throw off their time and some. You can do those things. Our secondary will play well. Yeah, and Fred, I thought the Gabe Judy Lolly interception was emblematic of the way this team is able to play back some more, a little bit of zone, and they don't have to commit as much pressure, and that means more man to man. I thought that is is something that Tennessee didn't necessarily have this year, but has this year because their front seven is so good and create mm-hmm. create pressure without sending uh, extra guys. We certainly appreciate it, Fred. If people need to get fantastic insurance in the Atlanta area, how do they do that? Give me a phone call. It's 770-381-0367. Um, we can also look us up on social media, Facebook platform, Instagram, well, I always say Instagram, and and I was gonna say <laughs> Twitter, but it's X. I guess yeah, it's, it's X. The name is stuck, but X. we're there as well. If you guys have any opportunity to give us a call or check us out online, um, please do so. Also, Google us at Fred White Allstate. Good deal. And we got the big orange crunch at the Hemp House chat with two T's.com, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in Delta 
and CBD products. 10% off if you use the promo code HOOK. And if the Vols win on Saturday, the Big Orange Crunch is 50% off. Thank you, Fred. You're welcome. And by the way, Trevor, yes, you can. Give me a call. Trevor, <laughs> what, what was Trevor asking about on the message board? He lives in Dalton. He wants to know if he can get a quote in Dalton. Yes, you can. You as long as better go to Georgia, baby. Yes, you better do that. Find Fred White and uh, let's get a policy done now. How about that? Can I take an insurance policy out on the fact that I bet on Atlanta last week against Washington, Fred, and your Falcons really let me down? <laughs> you know, I've been doing some research, Fred, and uh, Caleb's picks are so bad. Bag that bad that his premium would be through the roof. It'd be oh, hey, hey, Caleb, let me tell you this real quick. This rule of thumb: never, ever, ever, ever bet on the Atlanta team. You will lose. <laughs> Desmond Ritter had never lost a home game in his career until last hey, week. You you will lose if you bet on the Falcons, Hawks, or the Braves. I promise you. Yeah. Thank you, Fred. Yeah, Be safe, my man. Yeah. I appreciate it, buddy. Have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, Tennessee beating the uh, Tide. I hope so for you. Absolutely. Go balls, baby. My cigars are ready. Thank you, buddy. And they got all <laughs> kinds of sports treasures at Sports Treasures, carrying over 5 million sports treasures and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia daily updates. Go to Facebook.com and follow them at SportsTreasuresTN.com, SportsTreasuresTN.com. And I share constantly what they have, and it is super, super cool stuff. So you got to check it out. Follow them and be a part of that community because it is awesome. Also, Tennessee Cider Company, you can use the promo code HAT and get some free swag with any order, and you can get cider delivered just about anywhere in the United States of America. So how cool is that? He's Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. Stay tuned. Coming up, we got some prop bets, and I'm destroying Caleb in prop bets. It's been pretty ugly, and it will be brought to you by Zen Sports. Stay tuned. Got cataracts? We can fix that. Never miss another moment. With a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at cctis.com. Hi, I'm Rick Terry, and we at Rick Terry Jewelry Designs pride ourselves in the highest quality craftsmanship from a family-owned business here in Knoxville for over 35 years. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we also take pride in being an affordable option for all your game day accessories, especially those fire opals. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we want to be your jeweler every day and especially on game day. Go Vols! Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. These mountains hold and defend a spirit far better than moonshine a drink that holds flavor that becomes necessity a hard cider made and relished by folk who are as hearty as they are legend a refreshment that can only be found in one place with a taste that makes you say give me three bottles of the good stuff tennessee cider company where necessity can be found Who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show. Ooh. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. We broadcast weekdays at 10 a.m. If you would like to order the Celebrate 98 book, that is just below. They continue to fly off the shelves. And thank you. Leave us a, a review on Amazon, but order it from us because Amazon takes a ton of money. I'll just tell you that Bezos guy, man, he's got something figured out. But you can order not only a soft cover, but a hard cover. You can order autographed hard covers and soft covers and an autographed softer hard cover from Fred White. More players we will be adding here momentarily uh, throughout the coming weeks. So we're looking 
forward to that. Rick Terry Jewelry Design, they want to be your jeweler jeweler, and look for affordable game day jewelry, whether they're the fire opals or not. That's a Tennessee tradition. RickTerryJewelry.com. RickTerryJewelry.com. Okay. If anybody wants to jump on here on the message board, because we broadcast live at 10 a.m. and they want to rip... they want to rip Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. He's one of my guys that, yeah, go ahead and rip. Go for it. That's fine. I'm good with that. But, Caleb, this latest thing is more about the NCAA being stupid than Michigan breaking rules. So, Michigan is under investigation for evaluating players. This is pure stupidity. If this were Josh Heupel, you should be saying, go, Josh, go. Do the best you can. But describe to me, and for those that don't know, what Jim Harbaugh has gotten himself in trouble in this time. So Jim Harbaugh, uh, this is alleged. He's denying it. I want to get that out there. I'm also going to say I don't believe him, and then I'm going to say I don't care that I don't believe him because I don't have a problem with him doing what he did. It's a stupid rule. It's a stupid rule. Apparently – you are not allowed to have scouts in the stands watching games live and picking up on signs for your team. Stupid rule. You okay, can do that. You can do that in high school. Um, high school coaches do that. If they have an off week, they'll they'll go and and even if they don't, they'll try to scout out other opponents whenever whenever the schedule allows. I can't believe this isn't a rule. I read the first five paragraphs. I'm like, well, what did he do wrong? And then they point out that it's an NCAA rule. So you're telling me that if Tennessee is getting ready to play Oklahoma and they want to see a little bit more than the television will allow and the all 22, which is the, it it is the video from the end zone where you can see all 22 players they want to see a little more, and they want to look at some signs, and they can't do that. That's absolutely idiotic. Yes, it's absolutely ridiculous. And by the way, for those who don't know, one of the reasons Tennessee became so successful under Robert Nealon, he was the first to employ film study. He was the original Bill Belichick. Because you know, as you know, Dave, Robert Nealon went to, um, I believe it was MIT for a year. So he studied technology and understood the art of filming and everything that went into it. And he actually would have people film at other games before there were copyright TV contracts or anything like that to get information. That's one of the reasons Neil and himself was so successful. So Scotty says they are accused of trying to steal signs. I know big deal. If you're not trying to steal signs and you're in football or any other sport, then what in the world are you doing? You should try to steal signs. I'm not saying go Houston Astros and bang a drum and have an electrode to your chest and all that stuff, but stealing signs in football, tell me what's wrong with that. Trevor says you're watching the death throes of the NCAA. Me personally, I hope they void their, oops, uh, uh, let's just say bowels, on the way out. And here, listen. The NCAA wants to make an issue out of this because they want to prove that they're relevant. Again, I told you, Caleb, months ago that they had added to their enforcement agency. This is absolutely stupid. I mean, this is absolutely stupid. You can go and you can, Travis says, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. If you can't disguise your signs better than that, change jobs. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. From the other side of that, too. And I didn't what they were accused of stealing. I just yeah, they were accused of stealing. That's as, what it is. As a coach, Dave, isn't it on you if your signs stay the same every game? Yes. Like this is. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this. Remember that Seahawks Broncos game where I'm sure everybody in Knoxville was rooting for Peyton Manning to get a second Super Bowl when the Bron- Seahawks just shut down the Broncos. Richard Sherman, to his credit, came out and admitted. He said, "Yeah, we got a hold of all of Peyton's signs." We figured it out. We kind of figured out every one of his signs. And had Peyton Manning just changed everything at halftime, had he just done one switch, he would have come back and beaten us in that game. He said that. And by the way, I don't think Peyton Manning's complaining about that. That's not the same as what the Patriots were doing, for instance, where they were allegedly bugging the locker rooms of 
Yeah, like, that's different. I mean, that, that that that's a whole different thing. You can't bug the locker rooms. You can't. And there, there are certain, uh, like in baseball, there are electronic ways that you could steal signs. You can't do that. You can't go watch the television that's playing in the clubhouse and watch the signals and, and that affect a game. You can't do that. But if you're standing across the, the field of play in whatever sport and you're stealing signals, that's part of the game. Absolutely part of the game. And going to history, since I brought it up, I'm seeing on the message board, I got to correct a couple of people. No, Majors did not play for Nealon. Majors played for Harvey Robinson one year and then Valden Wyatt the next two years. Nealon was recruited Majors, but he never actually played for Nealon. But yes, it's part of the game. It's, I, I mean, it's, again, so you can exchange film. You have so many people on the side. How many camera angles do you have in a game, Dave? A thousand, I feel like. And you can exchange film on all of that but you can't have somebody in the stands from, you know, however many yards away figuring out signs and things like that. That's just ridiculous. And it's not like they're bringing a camera into the stadium because they don't let you bring in video cameras into the stadiums anymore. I mean, I guess you could try to film the signs on your phone. That wouldn't be good quality. So it's, well, I mean, I know that they shoot the all 22, which is from the end zone, but do they not shoot? I mean, why wouldn't you shoot the, I mean, why wouldn't one, if you're Tennessee and you're playing Alabama, would you also not shoot their coaches from the sideline? <laughs> well, okay, not, you, not mean, the side you lines, mean film, you mean film, and let's be clear, we're talking about filming the coaches, not shooting literally the coaches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're not gonna shoot them, but, <laughs> but 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 videoing the coaches, would you not be able to do that the same as high school coaches do? And then and then okay, so say you don't send who does Texas AM play after Tennessee? Uh, who do they play? Actually, I need to look that up. I don't Whoever think, they that don't is. Have a... Okay, so so they don't send that school doesn't send their scouts to look at the Tennessee A and M game to try to steal signs. Well, if everybody's on board, then Tennessee is going to send whatever information they have to the next opponent. A and M is going to send whatever uh, information they have to Kentucky, depending on if it helps you or not. It's just. I have a I have a theory on where this came from though, and uh, I would like I'll to tell you where it came from is they're trying to get rid of uh, Jim Harbaugh because he's terrible to work with. That's where. It oh came no, from. I have an I, I know who this came from. Can I just play a quick clip for you from yeah, a guy that Tennessee wanted to head coach? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? This is Greg Schiano at the Rutgers Michigan halftime interview. Oh Lord, Greg Schiano, hurry! Coach, four penalties for your team in the first half. Some that cost you. How do you clean that up in the second half? Well, there's some stuff going on out there, so we just got to slow it down a little bit. There's some things going on that aren't right as well, so we'll talk about how to handle it. This Michigan defense keeping Gavin Wimsett in this passing game in check. How do you adjust? Well, just got to keep playing. You know, in the game, we just got to keep playing. All right, thanks, Coach. Boy, Greg Schiano wow. snitched. Greg Schiano yeah. snitched. Yeah, way to win the Captain Doofus Award, by the way. Uh, whining yeah. about stealing signals on the field, and then you snitch. Ugh. Wow, can you imagine Tennessee still having him? Because he's the kind of coach that hey, could hang on and win nine or ten games for a while. Tennessee's so much lucky. I mean, the way things he shook is. out. I know I know you fans went through a, a decade of dysfunction, as Mark Nagy called it, but I'm telling you what, you, you guys, you deserve it. You deserve Josh Heupel. You deserve the way things fell because goofy, 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 absolutely goofy. Prop bets. This is my favorite. I like this more than – actual gambling so the five best prop bets for tennessee alabama here we go number five jalen milrow under 228 yards point five passing thoughts yes so this was a tough tough one for me for the record i don't know if you follow how much you followed alabama this year Dave. they are the most inconsistently winning team possible and i know that's weird to say um sorry what were you trying to do Oh, you think Jalen Miller goes over to 28.5? Yeah, because um, of one chunk play. I think the rest of it will be like a, you know, but 50 and then I'll have one chunk play. That's but possible. I but I think Tennessee secondary is a little bit better than other secondaries and won't allow that to happen, funny enough. But so I think he goes under, but I just had to do five and I had to put one bet on Alabama. But if I'm being honest with you guys, don't bet anything on Alabama. There is who's a team, Dave. I'm trying to think. Maybe this was the '98 Tennessee team, but who's a team that you can remember that they won and they may have won a national title and they won it a different way every week. 
Well, Tennessee didn't really. They were always a, a running the defense was team. always good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first quarter over under is nine and a half. Both teams or just one? I think both teams. I think it'll combine. I think they'll combine to go over nine and a half in the first quarter. That's cool. Oh, hey now. I agree with that. First quarter over nine and a half. Number three, Joe Milton, the third, Esquire, junior, senior, the eighth, under 197 yards passing. Wow, that was easy. Hey now. You don't think he's going to hit? Yeah, he's not going to hit 200. Joe Milton's going under 197 and a half. And I was all in on this because communication issues on offense that have been clear on the road for Tennessee since last year, even with Cooper Mays in the game at times. They're committing way too many penalties at home. Joe Milton's issues throwing the ball. This is just an obvious one that they're not that he's not going to hit. Um, Hit the hit 197.5. Jalen White. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead and go. Go ahead and say it. Jalen Wright over six hundred and sixty-two point five yards passing or rushing. Goodness gracious! Sorry, I think the COVID is finally catching up to my middle cognition. I, I apologize. Yes. So, before you give me your sound effect in response, this is just hey a this is just a belief in Jalen Wright. He's running the ball extremely well. And it's hard for me to believe that he's not going to ball out on Saturday against Alabama. If for any reason, then Josh Heupel is going to keep giving him the ball until, I mean, look, he's going to run the ball a lot. Let's just call it what it is. Joe Milton, the third over a half yard passing. In other words, he throws for a TV, a TD. You got uh, the, over a half uh, yard, over, a half touchdown or half touchdown. Yeah, Joe Milton has thrown a touchdown pass in every game he started at Tennessee, except for the Pitt game two years ago that he left due to injury in the first quarter. Joe Milton's throwing a touchdown. I'll give you another. Uh, how about another one? You wanted a bonus one? Sure, why not? Let's go. Okay, so that's a big hey now. Hey now. This person right here will catch a touchdown pass. So if you want to put the over under at a half pass reception touchdown, I will take the over for this guy. What's up, everybody? This is Jacob Warren asking you to like, subscribe, and share. Dave needs this. There you go. Let's play another over-under, Dave. Dante Thornton, two drops. Hey, now. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Final pick. Hey, we're not- what are your picks? Oh, do we have more uh, to, go? to go? No, 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 no. Uh, I was just going to see. Uh, no, that, that's all with the picks. Um, that's all with the picks. Uh yeah, uh, I saw where Jimmy Hobbs picked Tennessee by 10 in this game. Uh, I've got Tennessee winning by um, about four points. I think Tennessee wins a 24 to 20 uh, game somewhere in there. And the interesting part about this is, you know, Tennessee knocked uh, a guy named Steve Spurrier off the coaching perch. Now, you wanted to bring this up. I don't know that this is happening anytime soon. I think Tennessee could beat uh, uh, Nick Saban and he still return and he still be a great coach. But you seem to think that this could be kind of a nail in the coffin sort of win if Tennessee's able to beat Nick Saban. Will Tennessee sit Nick Saban? Dave, you're the one who made the prediction that Nick Saban won't win another national title. And my question is, if Nick Saban loses this game, that'll be the second straight year he misses out on the college football playoff because he ain't going with two losses. The third time in four legitimate years, and I'm not counting 2020, that he wouldn't have made the college football playoff. And his last legitimate national title, because I'm not counting 2020, will have been 2017. Could Nick Saban go into early retirement? No, I think he's coaching for a long time. You know Tennessee sent Bear Bryant into early retirement. They beat Alabama. Alabama was number two, undefeated. Tennessee upsets Alabama in 1982 to end the winning streak. Alabama loses. It's also the middle of the straight. season. So how are you going to possibly with Spurrier? It was right after with bear. It was right after. How can you possibly no, say that? this? No, it was the middle of the season with bear bear retired at the end of the season and Tennessee upset bear in the middle of the season. And it sent Alabama on a spiral of a four game losing streak to miss out on playing for anything. And I think bear just got tired. And I mean, look, we, we as we know, bear had a lot of health issues too. I mean, I don't know if you could have lasted another five years at Alabama, to be fair. Nick Saban's in much better health than Bear Bryant. But, yes, could this send Nick Saban? I'm just saying, guys, could Nick Saban be get, get – Alabama's sick of winning, 
And that's a weird thing to say, but I think they're so sick of winning that they don't understand what it's like to be losing. And I think Nick Saban may feel, I could see Alabama fans come down on Saban irrationally. Over under 40 time, and I'm going to put it at 5.2 seconds of Paul Bear Bryant's liver. (laughs) Have a fantastic day, everyone. He's Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.